0: Finally, here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena.
1: Hey guys, thanks for joining today. I have my dear friend Gly on the line. Gly uh, came to uh, my retreat in Los Cabos in November, uh, and since he's had some questions, and so we had the idea to uh, to just do a series of, of episodes now for the podcast, wherein people who have questions, can Actually, come and dialogue about them. We'll have a quick tete-a-tete on some of those questions. Um, guys just finished, just read my book, Stepping Beyond Intention, as well. So, I'm yeah. going to tackle some questions that he's had from that. And yeah, we're going to knock back and forth for a little bit here, um, have some dialogue and give you the opportunity to actually feedback on what I'm saying. Because when I had the QA, the pure QA episodes on the podcast, which I loved, it was great, but people were sending questions in. And M was curating them, and I didn't know what was going to get asked. So it was very, it was fun, but I think there's some value to actually having a dialogue back and forth. And if I'm chatting BS, you can call me out on it, and we can get things straightened out, right? Rather than this one way, this one way traffic. So, uh, yeah. welcome Gly. Thank um, you. Gly an amazing vision coach. Go ahead and check him out on Glyvona, G L Y yes. V O L N E R over on Instagram. Yes. Um, and it's wait, is it new norm? Media.com. What's your website? No, name? no. So my
2: website is glygabriel.com. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, glygabriel.com.
1: We'll pop those in the show notes. Yeah. Um, he's a beautiful soul, had some amazing breakthroughs uh, in Los Cabos, which he's also shared on his Instagram. Um, I love that he's been sharing his journey with the work as he's been applying it since leaving the retreat. That's what I love to see. And so I'm really excited to have you as the first person on here for this exchange. So um, without further ado, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Dan.
2: I, I Honestly, so I, I just loved uh, Stepping Beyond Intention. It just, it really furthered what, uh, what we worked on in Cabo. And, mm-hmm. and it just opened up this whole world of just questions. And, and, and I'm just looking at like, how do I apply this? And then yeah. am I applying this correctly? And so I, mm-hmm. I, I'd be curious to like really pick your brain on
1: all of that. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah. Well, first and foremost, there is no way to do it wrong. There's absolutely no way to do it wrong in a universe of infinite potentials. How can we constrict ourselves to one way being wrong or right? There may be optimal ways, but every way either leads to expansion or contraction. And either way, there's a lesson learned whether we like the result of that lesson or not. So let's put aside doing it wrong, reduce that importance and just have fun playing with with this. Because at the end of the day, every variation of you interacting with this material is happening in a quantum potential here and now. So we can't miss out. It's just that we may not be experiencing it in this particular strand of consciousness. So why not just enjoy the ride of what you've got going on here?
2: Yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's the challenge, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, and this is kind of one of the questions that I had for you Mm -hmm. was, um, my question was just, how do you know if you're truly living in abundance Versus mm-hmm. scarcity masked as abundance, which is one of okay. the, the things that you brought up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, full disclosure, like, I've just started my business. Um, I'm in, you know, I'm, I've had some traction. I've helped, like, a lot of people just make have huge results in their lives. But, you know, I'm, now I'm looking at expanding that, getting more clients, because I finished with the first cohort. Mm-hmm. And that, in spite of the passion, in spite of, like, knowing that I can help people, I, I there are still bills, right? Like there's still like the realities of life. And yeah. while I want to just play and, and, and just, just uh, enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that, you know, the, the fear creeps in or this, and, and, and I, I try to act from a place of abundance, but I'm not sure if being, if I'm
1: doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 you cut your mic, your mic, your mic.
2: I was saying I don't want to sabotage myself or uh, put myself in a position where I, I, you know, just in a position where I will fall into that I'll be more prone to scarcity, et cetera.
1: Okay. Well, first and foremost, thanks for sharing. Nextly, what you're experiencing now is exactly the thing that shit scares people into having responsibility for their life. Because now all of a sudden these questions that have been happening and being addressed at a subconscious level, you're now assuming responsibility for. So just honor the fact that you've taken on a lot more responsibility in your life because all of this was happening already, but you just weren't consciously aware of it. And what was happening is that your old patterns were running whatever lens you are viewing the world through, because at the end of the day, what it comes down to is the lens that you view it through through in the now. Generally speaking, we're not conscious about what that lens in that lens is. So we're just running on patterns, running on patterns, running on patterns, running on patterns, running on patterns. So instead what you're saying is, okay, the mind, which does a great job at doing the heavy lifting of continuing running things in the background, because that's what's happening. Focus your attention on setting up that automatic pilot to be what you want. So instead of asking, oh no, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Am I doing it scarcity? Am I doing like, why not just deliberately intend to set your autopilot to look at all of this through the lens of deliberately moving towards abundance?
0: Mm.
1: Now, instead of having to take all your time and energy, catching like running on, um, what's the word they call it? What do they call it? Running on defense. Like, okay, I've got to catch this thought. And Oh, what was that thought doing? Take a deep breath. And this is where your macro intention, where your check-ins come in and just rewrite the program. One micro shift at a time so that at the end of the day, you won't have to ask whether you're running on scarcity or abundance. Mm. It will be abundance because that's what you've decided it will be. Cause it all comes down to what you're choosing in the moment, whether consciously or unconsciously. Every single experience is being viewed through the lens that you've accepted it to be, or you've intended it, whether consciously or subconsciously. So when you're looking at a situation saying, am I addressing this? Am I really being abundant here? Or am I masking scarcity as abundance? In that moment, you have the opportunity as to which one it will be. It will be whatever you say it is. Now, your life situation sometimes has to catch up with that because physical matter, moves at a much slower vibration to that of mind. That's why we can see and feel something before we experience it. And that's where the work of holding the frequency is. That's where the work is holding that truth that you've decided to make yours holding that reality. Sorry, that you've decided to make yours so that it becomes your truth. And this actually segues, segues into what you were asking me before about the flow funnel and stepping beyond detention, the beyond detention model. This is the thing. The flow funnel is how, the collect, the general collective agreements on creation operate as in stuff starts as pure energy and becomes matter by slowing down. It slows down until it becomes something that we can taste, see, touch, see, and feel with our senses as physical matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Along that journey, there are different ways that we connect with that pure energy. First of all is a feeling the vibration is first experienced by us as feelings and emotions. So once we not dom- have dominion over our emotional state, we can at least catch that first piece of alignment and make sure that it's aligned with our intention. Then what we're seeing and believing in our minds, that's the next space that we viscerally connect with it. And then the choices that we make. Beyond intention empowers you to decide where you are in that space of alignment. The four steps, accept, clear, gratitude, listen. It enables you to choose my feelings so that I'm definitely aligned to the intention I've set to choose what my beliefs are, so that I'm aligned with that intention I've set, and then choose how I show up physically. Where am I acting from? Where am I speaking from? Where am I choosing from? What people, places, and things am I having in my environment? Beyond intention in the short term enables you to disrupt whatever patterns you're running on and choose deliberately what that alignment is going to be. But then in the long term, chip away at the pattern so that your autopilot means that you no longer have to keep consciously, deliberately. Oh God, I have to choose to feel grateful. Oh God, I've got to choose to feel joy in the midst of all this BS. Oh my God, I've got to visualize it. I've got to change my belief, blah, blah, blah. Once you get to the point where the autopilot's doing that for you, your subconscious mind is doing that heavy lifting. You no longer need to be so deeply engrossed in the action of the alignment because the alignment becomes your natural state.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. I mean, I think, I, then my next question is, since the subconscious is, is like 95% of, you know, mm-hmm. our, our brain and, and, and it's, so I'm, I'm consciously choosing to manifest certain things and to hold a certain frequency,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: then if the other 95% is just like garbage, that's pulling me back,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, how do I know that I'm successfully. I mean, obviously, like it hasn't. If the things that I I'm attracting or that I that I'm committed to to creating
0: mm-hmm.
2: isn't present in my life, I haven't manifested it. There's like resistance there, mm-hmm. and so, and I I want to believe that I'm I'm taking the right actions and the things that I'm doing are actively like pulling those that my intention to, and bringing it to reality. But mm-hmm. so how do I know that I'm actually manifesting it, or if there's stuff that I need to like take a look at, or other things I need to do to address the 95% that might be unmanifesting what I'm creating?
1: Well, here's first and foremost, beyond intention. We come back to beyond intention. We set that framework up. We accept we're responsible for what's going to be manifested. Regardless of what's happening in the subconscious mind, we don't surrender that dominion. We accept that we are responsible. Next, we come back to the now. Step two, clear. Reason being, that is the only space that we can affect anything differently anyway. Then number three, we step into connecting emotionally to the outcome that we want. Because at the end of the day, we can only experience what we're a vibrational match to. It's so the law of the universe, law of vibration. If I'm vibrating at the frequency of abundance, I cannot experience lack. It's not possible at this level of, of experience. It's not possible. So when I understand my emotional and energetic blueprint for abundance, what it feels like for me to be abundant. If I'm consistently in that emotional state, it's physically impossible for me to experience anything other than abundance. Even if on the outside, it doesn't quite look like it's abundance coming together. The reason being many of us are still subject to the illusion of time. So because we're still subject to the collective agreement of time, there is a time lag that shows up in between feeling it and seeing it. And that's where step four of beyond intention comes in. And I spoke about that in the book, understanding that that's the danger zone, the danger between, the danger zone is between having the experience emotionally and then it's showing up because that translation from point one on the flow funnel of feeling down to experience. I have to see it. My belief systems get in the way. My subconscious mind pops up. I have to go out into the world and look at the fact that my bills haven't been paid. These are all the potholes that can pull me off target. But then that comes back to beyond intention, deliberately choosing how to feel in spite of it. And this is the work. And this is where people end up cocking up. They have a meditation in the morning. They feel great. They pray. They go to church on Saturday or Sunday. They're feeling good. They go to the mosque on Friday. They go and have um, uh, uh, Jummah. Everything's cool. But then they don't spend any time putting in the work to hold that frequency in between those protracted periods. And so within the confines of time, based on their, their, their subscription to that um, collective agreement of time, shit pops up and they come off course. So when you're witnessing, as we did, we we wrote your emotional blueprint for who you want to be. We did that. When we set our macro intention up and we go and attach that, uh, um, anchor that in in the morning. What we're doing then with the check-ins is when basically reducing the period of time that we spend out of alignment with that frequency.
0: Yeah.
1: In between, there's going to be choices to be made. Oh my God! I know I committed to not shopping in the budget aisle, but I've only got $10 in the, in the bank. How am I going to make this work? Here's where you have to choose. And this is where in the action piece step, the, the third phase of the, the flow funnel, this comes in because it, what really matters is your intention and where you're coming from at the point of making that choice. Okay. If you're saying to yourself, shit, well, I've got to go back to the budget aisle because there's no money here. You've just subscribed back to fear. You've just subscribed back to lack. You are no longer in abundance because that choice demonstrated your commitment to still being in lack. If, however, you say to yourself, do you know what? I honor that I've only got $10 in the account right now. I'm cool with that because I know my abundance is still coming. I don't really want to shop in the budget aisle, but in order not to put myself under stress and pressure, which is not a conducive space to create from, I'm going to go to the budget aisle and consciously budget out my money so that I'm not in a space of stress. Not because I'm saying I don't have enough, not because I'm coming from lack but because I'm maintaining a conducive space for me to create in. Do you see the difference between the two experiences?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, when the bills come in, am I ignoring the bill because I'm fearful? Oh my God, there's no money. Oh, I can't look at the bill. Or am I saying, do you know what? Right now, I accept that I'm not in a financial position yet to handle this bill. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a commitment to sit down today and think of ways that I can come up with a solution to cover this bill. I'm going to wiggle around what I've got to wiggle around, or I'm going to call the people and say, do you know what? I need like a week to take care of that. Mm. I'm standing in integrity now. All of these things are committing to the outcome of paying the bill. Mm. Listen to yourself talk. Are you coming up with excuses as to how you're going to explain to people that you haven't paid it? Or is your automatic vision different ways to come up with solutions to pay it? All of these things are revealing what your internal environment is. And your internal environment is the the indicator of what you're going to have outside as an experience. Does that make sense?
2: It makes 100% sense. It's like
1: the video I did on, did you see the video I did on um, what are you scared of declaring?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah. There's one I did on, I don't remember if it's, it might be on Facebook, but it says, what are you scared of declaring? And what it actually says is sometimes you'll see where you're really at internally mm-hmm. by what you have faith in actually showing up by what you're prepared to declare. Cause I noticed it with myself. I was like, I was, I was about to, um, I wasn't making a commitment to do something because I was in my mind. Oh, but it depends on that person. No, it doesn't fucking depend on that person. It depends on me. And if I'm in full sovereignty and dominion and only my agency and my creative experience, then I can declare whatever the hell I want, regardless of what other people's um, involvement is in it, because they're only gonna show up as my vibrational match anyway. So actually, my responsibility is to level up my vibrational match so that the integrity that I choose to have is reflected in the integrity that I have around me, and therefore it pops off. Mm. Does that make sense?
2: It makes a lot of sense. Um... Mm, Okay, so I, you can, no matter what the circumstances are, you can still take actions um, from a place of abundance and, and have like the, the intention to be abundant. And yeah. you can still be like, and, and part of it is like under, just being, being cognizant of where you are at and, and, Only and being where real about that. Yeah. There
1: was a whole, remember, there was a whole section of that in the book. Yeah. Only yeah. where you're at. Yes. And this is, yeah. where I, this is where I fall out of resonance with some you know, traditional spiritual teachers, or whatever. Oh yeah, just feel great. Dude, if you don't feel great, own the fact that you don't feel great now. And then you can reframe into feeling great. People bypass the journey into feeling great by just feeling great and faking it till they make it. When all that's happening is they're spending more time not in it. Then if they're just like, you know what, <sighs> right now, the stress is on, the heat's up,
0: mm.
1: the bills are there. I can't deal with this right now. Mm. But guess what? That's right now. The moment that you own it, that gives you the space to accept it then to clear all of that funky energy and choose. Okay. How do I want to feel? Or I accept it. I feel crap right now. (sighs) I've owned it. Now I can make the choice to feel something different, but I can't. Hmm. It's a lot easier for me to make that transition into choosing how I want to feel. When I make it honestly through where I am right now, I can flow into it. I can flow into it and choose. Yeah. So yeah, if there's $10 in the bank and there's $50 worth of bills, okay, that's what the situation is right now. That's what I've created up till now.
0: Yeah, I can
1: make the choice not to create that going forward. Yeah. It doesn't really matter where you are right now because now, now we're not there. 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 And the more present we are and where we are, the more present we are with our, our state right now, the more powered empowered we are to make something else happen because we can only make real changes in a real space. And the only space that's real is the now.
2: Got it. And do you, do you believe that it's like um, useful to uh, take like an inventory of your current beliefs around your intention and, and either try to realign them or uh, to, 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 to pull that intention to you in a way that feels right. Or, uh, or maybe, you know, because let me, I guess let me get a little bit more practical. So like with finances or 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 something, right? Like, um, with my finances, um, there's like a a financial goal that I have for myself Mm -hmm. and in your book, you talk about, you have to, uh, take a look at like what, if you believe is possible and the manner by which you believe you can have that i yeah. um, a reality
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so I this morning I took and I don't know if this is just busy work and I've been doing a lot of this type of work and so this is where I'm just like okay like mm-hmm. am I actually you know abundant am I in <laughs> the right direction or am I just like, more of the same but
0: yeah.
2: I'm, I'm seeing like, I, I took a look I'm like okay like these are the different beliefs that I have around this intention that I have mm-hmm. and how can I realign them or what what can I like how can I reposition them or reframe them to 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 feel empowered about this intention. Do you you think that like doing, going through that type of exercise with the intentions that we create, is that useful or is that just busy work?
1: Everything can be useful, but it depends on the space that you're approaching it from.
2: Okay. So
1: generally speaking, I don't advocate people off on their own doing that. When I'm working with people one-on-one, I do that with them, we interrogate them. But that's because I set up a very specific container within which to do that we step into heart coherence. I gear them up to it first. We don't just jump into it. within yeah. the seven levels exercise where we pulled, we pulled stuff apart, right? When someone's on their own, I offer them the hack. You don't have to go through that. You can just step into infinite possibility. Mm. Remember that hack? If yeah. I'm in infinite possibility, it doesn't matter what my limiting beliefs are. I can bypass all of them and move into infinite possibility where there is no space for limiting beliefs. Mm. But there is something to be said for in a safe container, Exploring what those are. Here's the, the pothole, here's the the, the, the the trap. Number one, some people actually aren't trying to find the truth. They just want to sit in the energy of the BS for longer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You've
1: got to remember that where you are connected to emotionally and energetically is going to reflect in what you're experiencing. So if you're spending more and more time digging into the muck, you're just going to be creating more of the muck. Unless yeah. you've created that safe, present container within which to explore them. So there's something, there are merits to both approaches. Like I said, I do do it with people, but I specifically set up a safe container for them to do that based on their archetypes, their love languages, based on um, even their emotional state. I take an energy read and see where they're at. And that gauges how deeply we we wade into it. Mm. But in short, you don't have to, but you can be served by it if you do it in a safe container. But be very conscious of where you're at intentionally as you're doing that because you can get pulled into the, into the deep deep water. And then it can just become this spiral down where people start getting guilt and, Oh my God, I can't believe that. And then blame, Oh, if it wasn't for mom and blah, 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 all of these potential things. But really this is where stuff like the money game comes in and the variations of the money game that we teach for creating different things is that if I'm just shooting for this thing here, that's not that far beyond me, I'm not going to have any limiting beliefs about it, but I am going to build a habit of success. And then I push the edge again. And then I push the edge again.
0: Yeah. And this
1: is where micro shifts come in because micro shifts don't leave space for limiting beliefs because we push our edge, not our buttons. We go to where there is a limiting, where there is um, belief. And we push it a little bit, not enough for the limiting beliefs to kick in, but enough to expand what we do believe is possible and create evidence of it. Then when we celebrate it, we anchor that new in. And now we have a new baseline. The baseline continues to push. And by the time we hit wherever our limiting beliefs would have been, we've had such a momentum of success that the mind doesn't have enough evidence to support limiting you because it's only got evidence of wins. The mind is not your enemy. It's not trying to to screw with you. It's just going on the basis of what you've had so far. But when you give it a whole host of evidence of those micro shifts in the right direction, when you hit that point, it's like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, cool. It's like with micro to millions. Um, People now that have moved into like six figures and all this crazy stuff, they didn't jump. I didn't teach them how to make six figures straight away. I taught them how to make $100 from nothing. And then how to create $200 from $100 or more. And then $400 from 200 and keep doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling. And guess what? By the time they get to anywhere that a grown up generally is gonna have some kind of limiting belief, They've had such success that where there is work to do it's, it's a piece of shit work. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe there's some resistance. Oh, that felt uncomfortable. Okay. But I've got all the success. So the, the narrative playing in the mind is a very, very different narrative. So regardless of what your financial goal is by moving towards it in micro shifts, there's no space for it. If your goal is a hundred grand a year, for example, yeah. 100 grand a year, for example, or mm-hmm. 120 a year, six figure business, mm-hmm. 10 grand a month, which is mm-hmm. the benchmark that I think anyone that's in this yeah. game really sets, like the 10 grand a month, because that's where you know, okay, I'm six figures, I'm up in this bitch, it's me, yeah. figure, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so, remember I spoke to I said, okay, well, we looked at your price point, so how many people is that? that? So really it's one client a week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So instead of one client a week, one client. Mm. then one client now all of a sudden you've got four clients. Okay. I can do four. What period of time did I do that in? I did that in six weeks. Okay. So I know I've celebrated, I've anchored in four clients within a six week period. My mind has to accept as possible because I've fucking done it.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't give myself a story about that not being possible because I've done it. So now my baseline is within a six week period, attracting and creating four people who I can serve with my business. Mm. now I can say to myself, do you know what? I wonder if over the next six week period, I can attract five people. It's only one more.
0: Yeah.
1: Now in terms of action, the physical action piece of the flow funnel, that's taking honest stock of what's worked and what hasn't worked. Where did I feel in alignment? Where did I have the most flow? What type of client am I really positioned to serve in the, in the best way? This is where your human design comes in. Where am I finding that we, that the universe, God, source, whatever, is showing me where I can be most of service in my world? And stepping more deeply into that. Now, all of a sudden, we're having compound effect and we're being universally and divinely supported and moving towards our goal. And when you're doing that, using hacks like Value Vacuum, using hacks like the money game tools that I've taught you how to use to attract clients, and you're doing all of that, you know how it feels to serve that one extra person. How much, how excited will I be when I'm serving the extra person, having the extra person in my, in my collective? I'm supporting them and helping them live their dream life. Okay, cool. Can I see it? There's only one more than four. I can see that person coming in. I see the wire come in. I see them shaking out. I see them signing the agreement. I can see it. I can visualize it. Okay. How am I showing up? Am I showing up as that version of me? The person that's serving the extra person? Or am I cowering in fear and coming from lack? like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Where am I acting from?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense?
2: That makes a lot of sense. Um,
1: and then just keep expanding.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just seeing like the next thing and just, just pushing the edge, not, not pushing my buttons. I love that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That w- that was huge. Um, and I think another thing, and we've talked about this before, I think celebration and, and just acknowledging what I've done already is yep. one of the biggest challenges for me. Uh, it's like I'll do these things and even though I know it's possible, then all of a sudden it's like after it's gone, like I don't, I'm not present to that anymore. And so I need to just like, read. I, I'll, give,
1: I'll, I'll give you a quick story. So um, a woman who came to my retreat in, uh, she came to my retreat in Malta earlier this year. She's in micro to millions too. Uh, she was, she, she left full time employment to start a business. The business was going well, but then she started having stickiness. And we actually just realized that it's because the business in that format wasn't aligned with where she's at. It was like a franchise type business. The way they were telling her to create wasn't aligned with her human design. It wasn't aligned with how she creates optimally. So we took a pause, right? And in taking the pause, we just hit the pause. She walked away from the business. She's gone in, gone back to full-time work. And We put her back in full-time work. Why? So she can be in a conducive space to create. Because if she hasn't got money to come in and pay the bills, how's she going to have enough clarity within herself to create what she wants? Then guess what happens. Her new boyfriend—I mean, they've been dating for a while, but they—you they, know—moved into a relationship. Turns around and says, "Do you know what? I'm glad that you've moved out of that other business because guess what? It wasn't serving. I see that you're more happy now being away from it." And he ends up recommending a book to her and then says, the reason why I recommended this book to you is because I love what you do. I believe in you. I want you to come and do this in my business. I want you to come and do this, bring your skills, bring your talent, bring your gifts into my business. And by the way, here's a check for a very large sum of money. Yeah. I want you to clear all of your financial obligations so you can be free. He wrote her a check and gave her that. So she manifested a very large sum of money to just completely wipe her slate completely clean. Mm. She's got her day-to-day needs being met in a job that she knows and she's been invited. She's a projector. So she moves on invitation. She's been invited into an opportunity that allows her to share with the gifts that she wants to, to share with the world, literally design her perfect. And she's got a man that loves her.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything that she wanted, but guess what? She had an anxiety attack. Mm. Why? Because the mind is so used to her having struggles. So used to having challenges that when everything's, like everything she's been praying for is here right now. Wow. Everything that she's been praying for, that we've been working together on for this entire time. She said about the relationship before she said about having the right business. She said about getting financially clear. All of that's happened in miraculous ways, but the anxiety kicked in. Why? Because the mind is like, wait, 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 everything's good. What the hell's going
0: on?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So all that I did, all that we did was said like, do you know what? Every every day, a few times a day, just sit down and write things that have gone right. And how great it feels to be in the experience of those things that have gone right. So we're bringing cognition, consciously bringing the attention back to, but hang on a minute. Oh yeah. Remember the mind is not your enemy. It's just going on the evidence of what's there. By consistently calling her attention back to, hang on a minute. I don't have any debt. Like I have no debt, none. Like I'm in a job. Yeah. Fair enough. It may look like I'm going backwards, but I'm just hitting the pause while I'm learning into what I know is there for me to go and do now, like that. I love doing, I'm going to get to go and do what I love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: My bills are paid. Like my life works right now calling her attention back to that is going to settle her down because that anxiety is the mind not being given clear direction. When you take control of it and say, hang on a minute, look, this is working out. That's working out. This is working out. That's working out. And then cultivating the energy of gratitude to anchor it in. Gratitude. Yeah. So for you go to those freaking wins.
2: Yeah. I need to revisit them. I need to, and they're happening every day. And, and, and I'm starting to celebrate more, like even for like the littlest of things, you know, like someone like, like, you know, signed up uh, or, or for a consultation and this is, I didn't reach out to them or anything. It was just, they just you know, yeah. went to my website and found me and, and did that today. And I was just like, wow, like I, I didn't have to do anything for that, you know? And so And you
1: don't have to do anything for it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and in yeah. Fact, the doing is just The doing only matters if it's aligned with the vibration that you are at anyway. Yeah. Purely your energy going out into the universe and your intentions going out and God answering back and saying, Oh, by the way, I got you. Yeah. That's you. That's you.
2: And so like, you know, if you're like taking these actions, if you're micro shifting and, and, and not, not pushing your buttons, just pushing your edge, um, and like the act, the micro shifts, the actually the minimal deliverables that you're taking aren't like massive, for instance, mm-hmm. but they're still in alignment with how you want to feel and all of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
2: that enough to like attract the things that you're, that you're, the, 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 things that you want in your life?
1: If you believe it is. Yeah. Mm. But if you set yourself up with the limiting belief that it's not, guess what's going to happen?
2: It's not going to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is where infinite possibilities comes in. Yeah. I'll give you an example from my own life. I've got this book that I'm reading right now. It's, um, it's on the topic of Transurfing, Reality Transurfing, which I've been learning about. It's been great. The principles are very similar to Alchemic Life Creation and Beyond Intention, but it's, it's a, a lot more systematic and a bit more mechanical, but really cool. There's some great stuff I've been learning that's been supplementing my own self. Um, those watching this, check out Beyond the Wave. Um, it's an episode of the podcast, I, didn't, I think it's 58 or 59, with Renee Garcia. Um, who is, um, one of the world's, um, she's one, definitely one of the U.S.'s top certified reality trans surfing coaches. She and I are doing a series of podcasts soon. She's really, really dope. Um, check out her stuff. Um, but the 78 steps is called 78 days to transurfing, Right. And, um, I was like 78 days, but I want to consume the content now. Blah, 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 blah. And I actually found myself telling myself the story that I'm not going to be able to, see the results of this until I get to the end of 78 days and I'm wasting all this time getting, but it's like, no, that's bullshit. I can start to have all of the power of that book in my life now in advance of me, even reading it, if I just align to it. And I can set that alignment up by taking my time. one, one, one of these principles a day fully em- embody it fully like live it and bring that into my experience. Or guess what? by me lining up to the frequency of it other resources over and above this are going to come in or things in my life are going to give me the truth of that lesson that principle without me even getting to it in the book because guess what i live in a universe of infinite possibilities i don't have to tie myself to oh my god it's only when i've gone through all 78 days and blah 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 and so i eased up and guess what i am seeing the difference i'm feeling the difference based on the principles
2: I think this is big what you're what you're saying right now um and and so hmm. how do you how do you micro shift or how do you I, I guess what I try to do now is one of the things that you said in Kabul which was it might be possible, you know? Mm, and, that's
1: it. Because so... <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you say it might be possible, it's no longer impossible. Now yeah. you a possibility.
2: Yeah. But then I'm still, but I'm still I still have to operate from my current belief systems, though.
1: Yes. So... But you own them and then ask yourself, is this what I want? Disrupting it. So for example,
2: mm-hmm.
1: give me a belief that you want to you you, you have to
2: work hard to to uh to have anything okay
1: so you come to the plate a point in time comes where that belief steps into your waking consciousness because you're faced with a choice that demands you to either surrender to or break free from that agreement Mm -hmm. now breaking free from it is, is is work right It's micro-shifted work over time if you still subscribe to the belief of time. Change doesn't take time, it's getting ready for the change, right? Mm -hmm. So when you face it, you say, okay, I accept. Beyond attention comes in again. I accept right now, up until this moment, I have believed that it's work. I I have to work hard to get what I want. Come back to the present moment, cut ties with the story, and just come right into the present use the heart coherence exercise that we gave you and in heart coherence, ask yourself the question, but how do I want to see my reality? Mm. And as you ask yourself that you then can connect to the possibility, not to the reality, the possibility of what it may feel like. And then at a point you will be able to say what it could feel like. And then you can step into what it will feel like and then what it does feel like you can move through and that's going to be different for everyone because everyone's going to be coming through a different gradient right of possibility but eventually what we want to be is what it does feel like Mm. and that's when you move into step three great gratitude for the feeling of it feeling it here going to a time when that blueprint that emotional blueprint of what it does feel like going to like picking from different experiences okay it will feel empowering okay when have I felt empowering before Go into the experience, bring it into the net. Okay. I'll bring that in. It would feel peaceful. When have I felt peace, I can bring that here. It would feel, uh, enriching. Okay. That's when it felt enriching. It would feel free. That's when free felt. in. And then I could create this cocktail of that emotion in my chest just by bringing the, and people, how do you do that? Consciousness doesn't, this is the first, one of the first things we did in, in, in the book step beyond the intention. The mind doesn't know the difference between a real experience an imagined experience and a memory. There's no difference. You can conjure up a BS vision of what it felt like. As long as you step into it with your consciousness, bring those emotions into your body. Now you've just set your vibration in that moment, that possibility became real, but it's about holding it, holding it by seeing the vision of it, continuing to choose over time. If you're subject to time, that belief and guess what? It chips away at the old and becomes the new. Mm. And that's where listen comes in. Just checking in. Okay. Right. Well, I feel more expanded. This is where your journal practice comes in, logging your your progress. Okay. Well, I kind of got there, but this, this, and this. Okay. I can step more into that. Okay. Well, that person in my life has actually been reinforcing that belief that I don't want. Maybe I need to switch up that friend. Maybe I need to stop gossiping with that person. Right. Maybe I need to use my play jar and once a month, go and get that fancy cocktail in that nice place that makes me feel abundant and put my shirt on and feel good. Maybe I need to spend more time talking to that friend because they uplift me. Maybe I need to watch that show because it makes me feel buzzed. Right now I'm watching Billions again from the beginning. Yeah, I've gone back to the beginning of Billions and I'm watching it through. Why? That shit makes me feel hyped. That show, Entourage, Power, where everyone's just, bawling. Like, <laughs> yeah. So guess what? Like now I've got a bit of downtime, you know, I'm, I'm not really doing that much with my business right now until the new, when I get back from Dubai in January. Mm-hmm. So I've been going to the beach club, you know, hanging out, did some silly stuff Went jet skiing, went to one of the top, uh, the one and only we went to for dinner, Christmas Eve there,
0: mm-hmm. delicious
1: restaurant, you know, high end, definitely billions in the restaurant net worth. Just going in and saying, this is me. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Champagne, please just choosing to be in that frequency and hold that with my choices. And over time, that which might be true becomes what is true. So long as we're still subject to the illusion of time.
2: Yeah. I, I love it. Um, and, and I think, you know, I, and maybe some of your, your listeners, like we love, like I spent Christmas reading your book, you know, like I, I, and like going through it and dissecting it and like, you know, and I love, this is what I do for fun and mm-hmm. and it's like um i'm starting to see like even for instance i had a coaching call today uh, a console uh, with a prospective client and you know i think at some point i i lost i i i lost the frequency mm-hmm. and 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 so in those moments where, you know it you it's easy to like I, I i want to like you know i would love to just be able to to always just okay i caught it again and then do this mm-hmm. whole process and this is like kind of like a, it, it takes me a little while to really get present to like these types of emotions and stuff mm-hmm. and so it feels like i'll be spending most of my time just thinking and like con- like creating how mm-hmm. i want to feel and all of that and so sometimes i feel like am i being like the most productive is this the most effective use of my time am i but
1: that energy that cho- that that judgment yeah that's, that's not conducive space to creating mm. It's not a conducive space to creating. It's probably stretching out the time it's taking you to get results. Breathe that in. If I'm judging myself, beating myself down, that's not expansive, that's contractive. And if you lost the frequency earlier, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the second that you were aware that you'd lost it, you have the opportunity to come back to it. Yeah.
2: Do you see that? Yeah, I see it judgment
1: judgment's no bueno bro
2: yeah i'm like my harshest critic you know and and i don't yeah
1: ask yourself is this course of action becoming of the st- of the the version of me that i that i say i want to be mm. like the action piece really comes down to this the action piece this choice does this choice is this the physical thing i'm going to do this act does it take me closer to where i want to be or does it pull me away yes Is it from expansion or is it from contraction? Is it from love or is it from fear? And we know the answer to this question. That's why we don't ask them. Mm. (laughs) We don't ask these questions because we know the answer. Start Mm. asking these questions. And guess what? That disruption, change does not take a lifetime. Change takes an instant.
2: Mm. Okay. I
1: got it change takes an instant it's getting ready for the change that takes the time and it's just our stories that stand between us and the change so guess what catch the story and throw that shit out man yeah yeah just ask yourself do i want to feel this and it's not about beating yourself up it's not about judgment it's not about trying to battle with it because we're just giving it energy and giving it life just do i want to feel this okay how do i want to feel and then displace it
2: and so and it's interesting you say this because as i've been doing this for instance one night um ida and i were having a conversation and i'm like really taking what i've learned from you and like putting it to practice each and every day and at one point she was just like you 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 feel like a little robotic you know now you mm-hmm. know like it, it's like you're you're going through this and and you're not actually unpacking like the the emotions and the things that like you you just you you just let you're just like no i don't want to feel this and you like you sweep it away, and you create.
1: That's suppression. That's suppression, and suppression, it's not expansive. It's not expansive. It's the same like judgment.
2: So, how do I know if I'm suppressing or if I'm just actually no? I don't want to feel this right now, and this is not what I'm committed to. I'm going to create. You know, are you,
1: are you stepping into a new emotion, or are you going into neutral?
2: Say that again. Am I stepping? Are into you what? stepping
1: into a new emotion in that space, or are you going into neutral?
2: I'm going. I mean, I guess I'm kind of neutral. I'm just like, oh, it's not what I want to feel like, you know.
1: You have to, you have to displace it Mm. with something that you actually choose. And this is why being in the heart is so powerful because when you're in the heart, the natural emotions that you're going to be feeling are expansive, loving, uh, emotions that are conducive to creation. So if it's like, I feel scared right now. Nope. I refuse to feel scared. That scaredness is still sitting there because you've created a vacuum that you haven't filled with anything. So it's just gonna fill up with something else. So when that fear or whatever comes up, or whether that, that tension, that anger, I had anger the other day, or something BS is funny, we are laughing about it today, but I had some anger the other day. And it's like, I expressed it. I consciously expressed it. I stepped into the now and I expressed the emotions that were in me in that moment. And that gave me a chance to release them because suppressing emotions, actually what that does is it locks it in the body that's where a lot of illness, uh, some, some proponents of like, I think it's core energetics and a few other practices say that that's where a lot of our illness comes from. Yeah. So actually by releasing those, cause every thought, every feeling has a chemical and hormone associated with it in the body. Stress has got cortisol, for example, yeah. a lot of these other feelings and emotions that are being generated, they're being generated and what it's producing in the body is not bueno. It's not healthy. So by letting it move, we allow it to pass through rather than getting caught. So it's not about denying it. It's about, okay, I see you. I don't choose either. But when we're doing that as this, we're thinking about what you're thinking, thinking about what you're thinking about is what Dr. Joe says, and I think Eckhart Eckhart Tolle does a variation of the same thing. The second that you're thinking about that emotion, oh, what am I feeling right now? That's really interesting. Where do I feel it in my body? Engage in a dialogue with it, and now all of a sudden you're not suppressing it, but you're no longer a slave to it either. That's when you can start to allow it to pass through you. I can't have a dialogue with something and be it at the same time. I have to be witnessing it to be able to dialogue with it. Yeah. And that witnessing gives me freedom from it. Now, this is a bit deeper into the alchemic life creation stuff. We didn't go this deep into it in Carbo, it's so more of a, a deeper level of stuff. But essentially, this is what the power of now is teaching It's not saying suppress your feelings. It's saying, don't be a slave to them. The human experience is to actually taste and sample all of these emotions anyway, but it's not allowing them to inform your choices and not allowing them to be the dictator of your frequency and therefore what you create. True freedom, being beyond intention, true freedom is it doesn't really matter how you feel, you still create what you desire anyway. You can willfully, you know, consciously with conscious folly, go and be angry, and guess what? still not create angry stuff because you're witnessing the anger that you're experiencing just for the fun of it versus anger is a slave to me. And therefore I'm going to create illness and I'm going to create this and discord relationships, blah, 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 off the back of this emotional state is actually elevating yourself to the point of being able to witness wherever you're at, at this level of consciousness and still create that, which you desire. Mm -hmm. But that's the esoteric. That's yeah. That's what we go into in Alchemic Life Creation, which is, you know, down the road. But the reason why I bring it up here is, with you, rather than robotically shutting it down, I'm not calling you a robot, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, that's what I said.
1: Just okay, all right, cool. I'm feeling some scarcity right now. Okay, where do I feel it in my body? If it was a color, what color would it be? Do you see where I'm coming from? Just asking rudimentary questions to dialogue with it. Maybe look in the mirror, oh. Isn't it funny how my face looks when I feel like that? (laughs) Do you see where I'm coming from? And you'll be able to push your edge over time as to the level that you can do with it, right? Like I can make jokes at myself when I'm being angry. Like I can, I can do that now, but I didn't wake up like that. Remember, you guys were saying that my face will change sometimes. Yeah. But how long did it last?
2: Not that it was really quick.
1: But it's not that I didn't feel the feelings. Yeah. So okay, I catch that. Oh, okay, I see it. And then revert. Sometimes I have to take a deep breath,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Sometimes I have to express something annoyingly for a moment, but then I shake it off. I shake it off and get back to what I choose.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. This. This is. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I've taken some notes, and I'm going to definitely apply all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you one more question? Sure, sure. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that, I, that I've that i also really loved about um, the Cabo uh, retreat that we were on was you introducing human design to me. And I've since really have dug in into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a generator. Mm-hmm. and And so, and we started to talk about this before, I think, but I would love for you to just like, do you have any recommendations on how to like really integrate like, you know, how I would go about integrating like this, you know, this human design into your, your model of like, you know, like the flow funnel and, 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 such.
1: Okay. Well, first and foremost, I did promise you, I'm going to get you that class I did for micro to millions on human design. So remind me, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll slip you that. Yeah. But what it really comes down to is this, you can use human design, to translate your inner work into outer results by having a bridge to your outer world with the most flow. So for example, you set an intention, you feel it, you really believe it. What action should you take? Well, human design allows you to set up an autopilot for what cues to follow. So for you as a generator, it's what you respond to. So guess what you do? Set the intention that aligned opportunities show up to guide your path. Now, all of a sudden, as opportunities come up, now you can use your decision-making strategy. You're sacral or emotional?
2: uh Sacral.
1: Yeah, you're sacral like me. Yeah. So it's your gut in the moment, yes or no, as those opportunities come up. So building that relationship with your your sacral center, so that's like. Understanding what does a hell yes feel like in my body? What does a hell no feel like in my body? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it'll be visible, like Mm-mm, no sir, but yeah, like you'll feel it, like Mm-mm. Yeah. but remember, I think I showed you go through a menu, a food menu. Yeah. Look at the things you like, or I said with chicken. Yeah, yeah. Chicken's a hell yes for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, so just, yes.
1: just just what does hell yes feel like? That's what <laughs> hell yes feels like. Right, <laughs> it's like. it's come up. What's a hell yes and what's a hell no? Mm. And at this level, that's how to start integrating human design in a way that really, really serves.
2: It's interesting because I've been, you know, I started doing Kundalini yoga and.
1: Oh, how's been, that going, by the way?
2: It's amazing, man. Like I, my body I told, is just like on.
1: <laughs> I told you about that shit, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the only reason why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, it's like, um, I, I feel this like energy moving up through me. And sometimes mm. I imagine, you know, sometimes I'll ask myself a question and. And I feel like the hell yes is like this this jolt yeah. that goes up like my, my body.
1: So, kundalini yoga just opens up your energy field, right? So basically that communication between the noddies, like the, the energy centers in your body, it's just going to be visceral. So that spark is yeah, boom. Go, because you're clearing it when you're doing the breath work.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just clearing up all that junk that's standing in between you and, and, and feeling, right? It's all your energy body are activated, so you've got all these new sensory perceptions that you're able to tap into.
2: Yeah, and so, but sometimes I'll I'll ask random questions just to see like what my body says, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm just like that's not right, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, do you say, why do you say it's not right?
2: Because it, it'll it'll I'll feel, I'll have that like that experience, and I'm just like I would I definitely don't want that, you know. Like and How do so, you know? huh? How do you know? <laughs> because it's just it but doesn't. Your-
1: but your body's responding to something that outside of this conscious level of awareness is speaking Mm -hmm. to you from a deeper level. Mm. So maybe you don't consciously want it, but subconsciously you do.
2: Mm. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I I I guess I'll continue to like,
1: but remember wanting it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it.
2: That's true too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: -hmm. And remember what I want at this level of consciousness, isn't necessarily being formed by experience, my experience at this level of consciousness. And so I can add my experience and have discernment and say, Do you know what? Maybe another level, of conscious, another level of consciousness is a hell yes, but here and now it's a hell freaking no. So it's emotional. <laughs> yeah. You, you're not a slave to these answers. It just gives you the opportunity to make a choice.
2: Mm.
1: This is more data.
2: Yeah. More data. No, that's, that's real. And, 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 uh, and going back to the human design thing, and you're saying like, um, creating aligned opportunities or, or creating the intention for aligned opportunities to show up and that mm-hmm. I can respond to mm-hmm. as do you recommend I go out and do things to create, to attract those opportunities. Yeah,
1: then you're initiating. All you have to do is be in a state of joy, a state of flow, doing stuff that you love to do stuff that makes you happy for someone like you. I'd suggest you do similar to what I do. What am I doing in between time? I'm being of service. I'm creating value vacuums. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing free content. I'm connecting with people I'm being of service stuff that makes me feel good and adds to the world and creates a value vacuum
0: mm. I'm
1: doing without desire for anything to come back but I know that that's the way the universe works if I'm putting it out it's coming back in mm. I'm kick-starting the flow of abundance my way by creating that value vacuum I'm creating the whole by being of service and then holding the frequency of abundance so it must be filled with abundance
2: I love it. Yeah, this is perfect. This is great. <laughs> that's, that's... Work out what feels good.
1: Make a list, this is, and I'm going to give this to all the listeners as well. Sit down and make a list of all the stuff that feels good to you. Separate it into things you can do immediately. Things that um, require some time to set up and things that require other people. Have that list and then populate your day with as many things as you can from that list. I actually have started reviewing my list weekly again. I used to review it like quarterly. I've gone back to reviewing it weekly because there were some shifts Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for me that I've added and taken away. Just fill your day with stuff that feels good. Obviously, honor your responsibilities and so on and so forth. But populate the empty time with stuff that feels good. What makes you feel alive? If you're doing that, guess what you're doing? You're elevating your frequency. If your frequency is elevated, you're in a more conducive space to create. In that space, you will be a magnet for more things that are good. Okay. It's like, bro, I was saying, I don't spend any time slipping in people's DMs all that crap.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't do it. If I feel the inspiration to share a loving word with someone, I do it, but I don't do it with intent. I do it just to be a nice human to that person.
0: Yeah.
1: If someone comes to mind, I hit them up. Not to sell them something, but to be of service. And generally speaking, I set a rule for myself that I don't allow them to buy anything from me in that instance either.
0: Mm.
1: every now and then, like for example, this morning I had this, there's a a group I'm in on Facebook uh, and I'm going to give them an audio clip from my program for entrepreneurs. I'm going to just give it to them. Not because I want someone to buy anything from me, but because I feel it will be of service to them. Is that going to result in people coming back to work with me? Of course it fucking is. That's the way the universe works, but that's not my intention. Mm. And it may not even come that way. it can come from somewhere completely different. yeah, but the point is, is, I'm doing something that feels good that adds to the world that's expansive, creating that value vacuum that must be filled in with abundance.
2: Man, Dan you are the man, bro. this is I just want to say you like um you like uh, i've i've you, your work and everything that you do resonates with me on such a deep level. And I guess, and, and that's why, like, I, I've, uh, you know, I responded yes, I suppose, you know, as a generator. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it just, like, I just, I, I'm just really grateful for you and, and, and for that's everything you that mean. you've done, man. It, it's, it's really changed my life. And, and it continues, I continue to see myself grow and expand in ways that I didn't really believe were possible before. And so, um, thank you.
1: It's my honor, bro. Bro, yeah. I say this to people all the time. I, I get more out of doing this than any of you guys. <laughs> it's like This is what sets my soul on fire.
0: Yeah.
1: Like this is lighting up. I'm excited. My energy feels good. Like it's adding to me, it's nourishing me to be of service in this way.
0: Yes.
1: You know? And if it's yeah, a win-win, hell yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah.
2: let go for it. Cool. Yeah. Appreciate Brilliant. it. All right.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, I want to thank Gly for his vulnerability and his honesty and showing up and also the inspiration to do this uh, this series. Uh, if you want to be on this series, go ahead and email um, Q and A at com. Get yourself on the list or slide in my DMs. DMs, DMs, DMs. <laughs> <laughs> slide through and um, yeah let's get you on here if you've got any questions not even necessarily from my book or from my work maybe it's a way that you don't agree I'd love to have a conversation with someone who doesn't agree with what I've got to have to say that would be great the whole purpose of this is having some dialogue and sharing some time and adding some value to the world it's been my pleasure to serve you go ahead and check out is it Gly Gabriel? Gly Gabriel? Yeah,
2: like, yeah Gly Gabriel.com. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at GlyVolner, G L Y V O L N E R.
1: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Be sure to join my free Facebook group, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Hop in there. I don't sell anything. I literally just show up and share stuff. Why? Because I don't have to. The great thing is, the reason why I get money is because I don't need your money. And that's the way the universe works. Sending so you so much love. In- encouraging you all to keep cho- uh keep dreaming your eyes open and deliberately choosing the abundant joyful purpose-driven life this is me peace out it's been fun it's been real and now we out you
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.